welcome to the Get Your Hopes Up podcast. Uh, we created this podcast. It goes out once a week, and it's just sort of some added bonus material for the Get Your Hopes Up devotional uh, that we passed out at Erie First Assembly on April 1st on Easter Sunday. Um, if you haven't been able to get it, but somehow you found this podcast, you can get the book um, on Amazon.com um, for $6. You can go to Erie First slash Hope. Uh, to get a link right to it. But it really, it's a devotional that we're doing as a church family, uh, focusing on hope and what the scripture says about hope. And uh, the last two weeks, we've been talking about uh, the first two sections, breaking chains in order to get our hopes up, and then uh, the second section about fighting for that hope. Once it infuses in our life, uh, once we can get sort of the, the mindset of hope to fight for it, to keep it there, and uh, the third section that we really focused on, um, Pastor Quint wrote, was loving others well. And how so important loving others well is in connection with getting our hopes up and keeping hope, you know, sort of alive in our lives. So, uh, Quint, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, some of the things you learned or focused on uh, when you wrote this section? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, the main thing, I kick this, um, this section off with the idea of living from a position of grace. I preached a sermon once on living from a position of grace, not a position of gain. Um, I think so often it can be easy um, as humans, as human beings, uh, to, to seek personal gain. And it's not even always malicious, or it's not even always um, intentional. It just kind of happens because we're born into that, right? Like we're, where we just want to take care of ourselves. Um, and there's a level of it that's good, but it, when taken too far, it can be bad. And so the, the premise of this section, loving others well, um, as we have broken chains in our life and we have fought for hope in our life, ultimately the purpose of it is that we would be able to share uh, hope with others, that we'd be able to love mankind well, those sure. that we interact with on a day-to-day basis, those that we come into uh, our life. A long, long time ago, I had friends, um, actually, that gave me a wallet and inscribed on it. Um, was the verse Galatians 5.13. And I'll just read that. This is from the message translation, but it says, It is absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. Rather, use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. Mm. And that was really my thought process going into this section, was like, let's as Christians, as followers of Christ, how can we let go of, um, of our agenda and embrace his, his agenda of just loving others well? Sure. Yeah, I think that's so important, um, especially because when we lose sight of what uh, the commands that God gives us, you know, we often have, um, we sort of don't understand why we've lost hope. But when we go back to the basics of doing things that that Christ asks us to, like loving others well, you know, that Mm -hmm. can really um, give us an opportunity for hope to grow. Um, Well, one of the things I know, uh, Quint, that you and I both have in common is we're both um, have uh, young kids at home. Um, In fact, most recently we uh, were talking in the office about um, daylight savings time and how uh, that is every parent's worst nightmare because the kids don't adjust quite as quick as, as we do. So um, I have three little girls. They're nine, five, and three. And so my house is full of um, glitter and Barbies. And um, you guys just added to your family right. real, real recently. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my wife and I have four children. Uh, and actually, I can say that 
as you're hearing this, our second oldest did just turn two. So the spacing in ages is a little bit better and healthier. But our oldest is four. Wow. Our second is two. Our third is almost 18 months. That's a crazy story, but she was a preemie, and so she and her brother are ridiculously close in age. And then uh, Bennett Cooper was born in February. So um, our house is full of diapers and very... Uh, entertaining and crazy but it's good we love it and it's yeah. been awesome we've always said we've wanted a bunch of kids and we have and a bunch of it. kids so <laughs> absolutely it. so I think um one of the things you wrote about in this section and and something we actually you know often talk about together and, and some of the other staff here at Erie First have young young families as well is just how much we learn um about God and about God's love uh, through our kids and through being a parent. And um, you reflected a little bit on that in, um, in day 18, but why don't you tell us a little bit more yeah. about, about that? Yeah, I was reading this verse um, from Psalms 145 a while ago, and it says, One generation commends your works to another. Mm-hmm. They tell of your mighty acts. And I'm the worship pastor here at Erie First, but I'm also the family pastor. So, um, you know, as I thought about that, I just thought it's so important that we recognize our responsibility to tell how great God is to the next generation and to do it in a way that is relevant and to do it in a way that that makes sense to them. Um, And so at my last place of employment, uh, I was a worship pastor and I, um, you know, my son would come in every week. He'd skip the first part of Sunday school so he could watch me lead worship because he's always loved worship and, and music and it's all he's known. And when he was, you know, probably two and a half, he started asking my wife when he could come up on stage with daddy and she told me about that and so um because I had you know the freedom to kind of like make the decision I made the decision he could do it right around his third birthday um and so he brought his little blue ukulele up and thought he played with the band and we played his favorite worship song and um you know it was awesome it was really a fun moment pretty much nobody worshipped and everybody taped it on their iPhones um but it was really cool and later that day um you know, I, of course, like any good millennial parent, put the pictures up on Facebook for everyone to see. Um, but I did put something uh, in the caption that I still hold to today. I put, be a hero for your kids. That's a target you won't ever regret aiming for. Um, and as I've made decisions um, to trust God and make bold leaps of faith and obey um, when it'd be easier to, to cling to what's safe, I've always thought, I want my kids to know um, there's no regrets mm-hmm. when you trust God explicitly and just go all in with whatever he's asking you to do. That is the most rewarding way to live. And I believe it's, it's a way to proclaim the greatness of God is to show him with your life. I don't just say this, son. I live it. I mean it. I do it. And he, it's all he's known. And so, you know, by God's grace, I will continue to do that. And it will plant seeds deeper and deeper for him that, that manifest later on in life. Yeah, that's good. And I think... Um you know, one of the things, one of the questions you pose here at the end of this mm-hmm. um, day, and I think it's so good, is um, how are you proclaiming God's goodness to the next generation? And if you don't have children, or maybe you are in a different life stage now, um, what ways are you finding to pour into the next generation? Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of this whole section of loving others well is the talents and the gifts and the knowledge that God has given us or the things we've acquired, you know, through over time, if we're not giving that away, we're not loving others well, right. and then our hope really can suffer. Yeah. Uh, what great hope 
the kids, the, you know, our, our kids can see in uh, following God the reward of that. And then we need um, people pouring into us, telling us that their faithfulness of God has, has been proven. Mm-hmm. Um, and so don't ever, I guess, underestimate whatever life stage you're in, if it's glitter and, and Barbies and diapers, or if yeah, it's, uh, right. you know, kind of onto a different life stage, that there's still always a, a way to um, one generation to commend the, God's works to another. And honestly, that's been one of the most encouraging things I've experienced since coming on at Erie First is the people who aren't in the same life stage as me, but they do value pouring into the next generation, caring for young kids. Um, It matters to them. And I think that's awesome because it it matters to God. And so... um, so anyways, if you're hearing that, hopefully that encourages you if you, you, know, if you feel like that's something that you do um, because that's an awesome, awesome thing that you're doing. So Absolutely. Um, that's so good. Anything else in this particular section that you want to sort of bring attention to for the readers? Um, no, I think that, I think one of my favorite writings was, uh, I don't want you to skip ahead, you know, wait your turn, but um, day 21 was really a fun one to write, any and every kind of gift, the idea that, um, you know, we are told in Romans 13 to owe no man but to love them, you know, to owe man nothing but to love them, I mm-hmm. should say. And so that is loving others well comes down to that. It's to let go of your entitlements and it's to embrace uh, the opportunity to, to literally just love people where they're at and let God keep score and God sort out the details. Easier said than done. I absolutely understand that. And as a pastor, I'm given more than enough opportunities to remember that. Um, but it is, it is an awesome, uh, way to approach life. So anyways, I, I think that's a a good place to land today's though. And I hope that this week really does encourage you and, uh, helps you, you know, take the word into your everyday life and gives you some things to chew on and think about. Yeah. So thank you so much for, um, just following along with us. If you don't have a church home, we'd love to invite you to Erie First at 10 a.m. every Sunday. Uh, where um, we just will continue our conversation about hope this whole month.